This is a presentation of Dawn Forge Productions. You're listening to Shattered Soulstone, episode number one. Welcome to Sanctuary. Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download at audibletrial.com slash Diablo. Over 100,000 titles to choose from for your iPod or MP3 player. You have quite a treasure there in that Horodric cube. From the far reaches and the burning depths of the sanctuary comes... Shattered Soulstone, your Diablo podcast. It's beginning to feel like some great evil is permeating the air around here. Now, your hosts, Nevik, Breja, and Jen. Stay a while and listen. Welcome to the Shattered Soulstone podcast your Diablo podcast. I am your host, Nevik, and I am joined by two fantastic people that will be my co-hosts for hopefully the foreseeable future, and I will introduce them right now. To my virtual left is Breja. Breja, how are you doing tonight? Great. How are you doing there, Nevik? I'm doing well. You know, third time... Oh, wait, I'm sorry. I'm not supposed to break the fourth wall, but oops... But, you know. I got to break a wall sometime. Yeah. You do that a lot in Diablo 3. Yeah, break it down with, with my forehead here. And to my virtual right is Jen. Jen, how are you? Doing great. I figure right about now the listeners are wondering what we're about and what they can come to expect from this podcast. So I'm going to tell everybody. How does that sound? Does that sound good? Good plan. Yep, that'll do. And this isn't awkward at all, so I'm, <laughs> I'm looking forward to the one stars, but that's fine because, you know, everybody starts somewhere, right? So this podcast, um, th- this is what I'm envisioning for the podcast. I'm envisioning a community-focused podcast because, I mean, let's be honest, there's, there's not going to be enough news on a weekly or maybe even a monthly basis for us to, you know, really get into news. Sure, we're going to touch upon it when there's news that's worth talking about but for the most part what i'm interested in and what i hope everybody will get out of this podcast is you know to share their stories of how they came to love diablo why they're all little deviants because you know we we love something that is based on you know something very sinister but it's a great game and oh and of course there's loot we all want to share our triumphs with our loot right Mm, lots of loot That's what I'm hoping for. I'm hoping for a lot of community support for this podcast because I want to support the community around this podcast. So in order to do that, everyone is going to need, you know, some contact information for the show. Our email, if anybody would like to send in a letter, is show at shatteredsoulstone.com. And you can send us whatever. As long as it's coherent for the most part, it will get read on the show. And that's that's what I love. I love hearing about everybody's stories because I listen to a lot of podcasts that are, you know, very community driven. And that's what I enjoy. And that's what I want this show to be. 
So please send your stories. Obviously right now it's not going to be about Diablo 3, unless you're one of those lucky people out there that has a beta. In which case we're all very, very jealous of you, let me just yeah. say. Exactly. Yeah. Send your stories. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you're in the Diablo 3 beta, please send your stories. Please, because we, we have to li live vicariously through you for now. But you're more than welcome to send your funny stories that you had playing Diablo 1 or Diablo 2, you know, or just reading the books. Maybe you've never actually played the game before and you've only read the books. I don't know how you would read the books without playing the game, but I'm sure there's somebody out there that was like, oh, Diablo, this looks like an interesting book, and then got sucked into it and didn't realize that there was a game behind all of this. So boy, would they be excited at this point. I don't know. I mean, I think they would be if I was reading a series and I was like, wow, this is really cool, I love this series, and then found out there was a video game? I'd be all over that. Oh, yeah. It's either that or maybe they'd be like, oh, it's based off a video game. Psh, I'm too hip for that. And then, you know, go on their merry way. But that's okay, because those people, that's not who's going to be listening to this podcast. People who are going to be listening to this podcast are going to be just like us, and we are Diablo and loot fanatics. So let's begin with a little bit of background on each of us. I'm going to turn it over to Breja. Breja, what got you into Diablo? Well, um, I was a young student at the time, and, and uh, I was trying to figure out some games to play when I had my free time, and I've always been involved in like Dungeons and Dragons and those kind of uh, role-playing games. And when it came to video games, I was playing mainly sports type of console games like uh, soccer or hockey or football and you know and I saw something different wait I just heard <laughs> soccer and soccer on ice yep soccer hockey and football all in one <laughs> I don't know if you guys remember there was this uh, awesome game called mutant league football oh wait I I never played that game that I've was heard what, of it yeah I I I heard of that game too. That was what on the Genesis, or was it on the Super yep. Nintendo as well? And uh, no, it was just on the Genesis now. So we're yeah. really dating ourselves here. <laughs> that would explain why I never played that game because, sadly, I was a Nintendo fanboy back in the day. It was the first system I ever got, and so I was happy to play it. I didn't care what it was. <laughs> but yeah, I was in uh, college and just found this game um, for the regular, the original PlayStation. And just started playing it with a joystick and going, ooh, this is really neat. You get to run, you know, the dungeon crawl game. Where you get to run through and you get to kill monsters and you pick up loot. And I'm like, pick up loot? Oh, what's that? And then, oh, I more loot? Oh, and more loot? And more loot? And hours later, oh, look at all this stuff I got. <laughs> it was just, uh, it was the start of the collection for me. So you actually ended up playing the PlayStation version of the game. That's, that's actually pretty impressive because... Mm -hmm. I believe I was uh, I believe I was working at GameStop at the time when when that came out, and no, no, it couldn't have been. But I, I remember trying to sell that game, and it was it was a hard sell on the console because it wasn't quite it wasn't quite the same experience as on the PC. Nah, but it was easy to play. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, on the PC it was pretty you know it was easy to play too. It was just click 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 click. And then, yep. you know, hours later you have Carpal Tunnel and you have to start wearing wrist brace. And, and then you go click, 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 click. Mm -hmm. so, and then I moved times. on to, um, to play the PC version of the same game because then Sierra um, Entertainment had come out with the add-on. They called it a 
expansion, but it was really more like an add-on for the PC version. Um, yeah, Hellfire. Yeah, Hellfire, and that Hellfire. introduced the mm-hmm. uh, the monk, if I remember correctly. I think so. I can't remember. I, I don't quite remember, but. It was so weird to have like a different company come out with an expansion for the game too. That was that was really weird. Yeah, and then it eventually just got swept under the rug because it was never officially endorsed by Blizzard. Right. Now, at the time Blizzard didn't want to create an expansion for the for Diablo. They were already in the process of looking to create Diablo 2. Yeah. And so they just said, well, company came to them and said, "You know, what? we'd like to, add, you know, create some sort of add-on to and that's what Sierra did, and Diablo said, okay, go ahead and try it and see how it is, but they ended up not liking it, so you're right, they never backed it, and they never really endorsed it. Yeah, I, I, I remember picking up Hellfire, and I, I just, I don't think it really added a whole lot into, into the game. It was just more levels that you hadn't seen yet, you know? Yeah, and, well, the original Diablo was very, very basic. It was... It was your dungeon crawler in the purest sense of, of the genre. I mean, it was basically one town, and you just kept going down deeper and deeper and deeper. What was neat was that it was always random every single time you went down. Right, Which kind of made right. me it like to keep playing it. And it would suck if you never got the good spells to drop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because back in Diablo, there was no class system. You, you were just a character, and you would learn spells as they dropped. Ah, the good old days, right? Absolutely. Alright, so you got in with Diablo. What about Diablo 2? Did you lose your soul to that game? Like, Oh, absolutely. I, I, was, I was teaching at that time, and so I had summers off, and there goes my summers. I remember actually uh, awaiting the game coming out, because I saw all the you know, you go to GameStop or you go to EB Games at the time, and you'd see the big billboard Diablo 2 coming out. All these new, you know, character heroes that you can be, and uh, I just got, thought it was great because I'd really started to get into ri- the original Diablo at that point. So when it came out, I just played every single tune, did as much as I could. Never really did anything online because that was just not the type of person I was. I wasn't sure, like, I didn't want to play games online at the time. But I do remember, you know, searching and finding add-ons, which, you know, after about a year and a half of playing the original Diablo, it allowed me to keep playing for the next three, four, or five years um, on and off because I would be playing these mods that completely changed the game, you know, how it was run, the different types of loot that they would have, um, what, you know, the spells that they could use. I mean, it, it really was the first time I found a game that was like, wow, you can really do something different rather than just, you know, the original vanilla version of it. That people can really change the way the game was or ran. And that, was, to me, was exciting. with ever-changing atmosphere. Wow, that's, that's actually pretty... That's pretty amazing because I was huge, I mean huge, into Diablo 2. I never knew that there was this extra, you know, world around it where people were modding the game. Mm-hmm. And... Wow, that that actually, wow! I I feel I feel like I've, I've failed as a as a Diablo fan. <laughs> Not at all. I, I never was a part of the online community, so there was something I missed out on. Looking back at it, I don't think I did, but you know now I know that there's other avenues to the game. It's just as exciting to do yeah. these different things. 
Wow, that's that's really interesting. When you weren't playing the modded versions, what I, I'm sure what everybody's going to wonder is, what was your main class in Diablo 2? What was your go-to? I started out with the Barbarian, which was, for me, yes. very easy to play. Because it was just like, you know, the typical you know, hack and slash type of player. And, um, you know, I didn't have a specific build. I just tried to make sure my character could live long enough to kill as many things as possible. So I just, everything I did was just make them stronger and deflect more damage. And uh, then I realized that, oh, I could get more stuff because he had special abilities that allowed me to, you know, stack up magic find, which I could just use to keep getting more and more goods. For me, it was the same type of theme where I saw the numbers of, like, the gold go up, and I saw that, ooh, I get all these neat little things uh, that drop, all this new loot, and all these armor sets that I had to collect because I was like, ooh, they're different. They go together. You know, I was just very much a collector type when I went playing it. And then I found the Necromancer, which, you know, at first it was hard to play just because it, it just seemed so much weaker than, you know, running around slashing things with axes and having shields to protect yourself. But uh, once I started to learn more about how to effectively use the skeletons that you could summon, wow, that was fun. It was just great to have this army of skeletons just, you know, demolishing the uh, the demons of hell everywhere you went. That's probably my two most favorite things that I played. And then I picked up with Boazon and played with her for a while just because I like being a ranged character and standing back. Yeah, Boazons were fun. I... I never really got into the Necromancer. I, I think I tried, um, I did try a Necromancer, and the frame lag that you'd get from summoning a huge undead army was just, it was, it, I don't know, it just didn't resonate with me. I could do it on my regular PC, but my laptop, you're right, slowed down completely. Now that we've covered your Diablo past, so to speak, what class are you most looking forward to playing, or let me phrase this differently, what is going to be the first class that you're going to create in Diablo 3? Now that I've been reading a lot more about it, I think my first class is going to end up being the Witch Hunter. A uh, Witch Doctor, sorry. <laughs> Originally I was thinking the Demon Hunter, but now I'm, I'm leaning towards the Witch Doctor. Mainly because of the same reasons that I played the De Necromancer. But it seemed much more versatile this time around. Yeah. With, with the summoning and creating... Um, and casting curses on everything and the poison spells and uh, just some of the effects I've seen on uh, YouTube videos of people having played the beta and what the spells do just phenomenal looking it just made, got frogs. me excited mm -hmm. tower of corpses that fall on people maybe it's more of a zombie wall something like that that's cool so you're gonna be a witch doctor that's good because that's probably the class that I'm not gonna touch so. <laughs> I'm glad to hear that we're going to have a witch doctor in our in our wings here. So, Jen, how about you? How did you get started with Diablo? I started playing on a PC. I've never played it on a console. I was playing it on a PC computer. And I can't remember exactly what started me playing it, but I've always been someone that played video games. Like, since I was little, like, uh, this is totally going to age me, but we had, like, the original Nintendo and everything all the way up, you know? Oh, don't worry. I, I have fond memories of p playing the Atari 2600 with my mother, so... Oh, yeah, I remember that, too, so... <laughs> anyway, um, I've always been a gamer, so I was playing games anyway at uh, the time the Diablo came out, and then when it did, I can't remember if I... 
I don't think, I don't remember going and purchasing the game. I think I kind of um, acquired it from an ex, someone who was now an ex, you know? And I just kept playing this game. I played Diablo. I finished it a couple times, and I'm a former teacher. I used to come home from school, be all stressed out, you know, because I was a substitute teacher in a bad neighborhood, and then just, you know, something about playing Diablo and causing mass destruction calmed me down for some reason. <laughs> so I ended up playing it a lot. Yeah, I used to name the little imps, you know, whichever child at school gave me the most trouble that day got named, you know, just destroy them in the game and feel better the next day, you know, <laughs> that kind of thing. So I played that a lot. I did play the expansion, I remember that. I think I started playing Diablo 2, but my memories of it are really fuzzy, so I'm thinking maybe I didn't play it as much as I played the original game because of just life circumstances and stuff like that. So that's where I got started with that. Diablo 2 was like... I think I've played it, but I don't... I know I've played yeah. the original much more. I would say that Diablo 2 was... what I mean, Diablo 1 sucked me in, but Diablo 2 was definitely, you know, just like leaps and bounds everything that I could have ever wanted at that time in a game. <laughs> yeah. And, wow. I'm wondering if it didn't run as well on my computer or something, because the the computer I was using was kind of a Frankenstein model that my ex had built from spare parts um, of different things. So yeah. I'm wondering if maybe that's why I hadn't played Diablo 2 as much, because one ran better on the computer. Yeah, Diablo 2 was definitely, you know, a couple years later, definitely used bit more resources from the computer in order to run well. So, I, I can understand that. Yeah, and I would have had very little patience for that, so, you know, that's probably what happened with that. So, therefore, I never got online with Diablo or anything like that. But I had played, previous to Diablo, there was a game online um, called Meridian 59. I don't know how many people have even heard of it, but it was like... Uh, one of those, not really like WoW, because every every class was, you know, everyone was human, there was no other choice, you know, of uh, race, but it was kind of like fantasy-oriented type thing, and so I played that online, and thought that was really cool, but never quite got there with Diablo somehow. Well, I, I can sort of understand that, with the name Diablo, and the fact that, you know, you're dealing with, you know, Diablo himself, that tends to attract a different... How do I want to put this? Well, <laughs> it, it attracted a lot of teens, quite possibly like myself, that Hex edited Diablo 1, where you could attack a town and, you know, just grief people over and over and over. And would just laugh maniacally, you know? Like, like nice. come join our game, you know? Free armor and weapons, blah, blah, blah. And then, like, people would join, and they'd be like, where's the free stuff? Oh, wait, I'm dead. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You're just slaughtering people for fun. Yeah. I, I hate yeah. to admit it, but, you know, everybody was a teen <laughs> at some point, right? You know? Right, of course. I, I matured beyond that. I, I, I yeah, I, I matured beyond that. I... <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, Diablo 2 was just wow. Well, I'll, I'll get to that in a minute. But, so, you were mainly a Diablo 1 player, so that, that's going to make this, Mostly, this yeah. question a little more more difficult, but, um, since, namely since there weren't really classes back in Diablo, but... Oh, there kind of were. I mean, you could play... There was what? The, warrior? There was, warrior, there was the Barbarian mage, or Warrior. I think it was Warrior. Warrior, Mage, and, and rogue. rogue. Yeah. 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 And I used to play the Rogue all the time because of two reasons. One was because that was one of the only games where you could choose to play a female character. Yeah. 
And as a female gamer, that was exciting. It's like, oh my god, have they figured out that girls play games too? <laughs> you know, it was like really exciting. Um, and then when I started playing that character, I really liked the ranged weapons, the bow and all that. Mm. You know, it was, there's just something cool about being able to come up to all those little monsters on the other side of the graded doorway and shoot them before they get to you. That was kind of cool. So I played that one a lot. That's making me think that you're probably going to lean towards the demon hunter in Diablo 3. Oh yeah, absolutely. Double crossbows, bring it on. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and that's good because that's another class that I'm not going to touch. <laughs> That'll work out well then. All right, I, I guess I guess I'll go into my my little background with Diablo. I always played online. How else would I know about hex editing Diablo one so that you could attack in town and kill people <laughs> and grief mm -hmm. them? But yeah, I always played online in Diablo two because Diablo one. I don't have a whole lot to say about it because you know it's just Diablo and it it was a lot of fun. It pulled me in. And when Diablo 2 came out, just my soul was totally lost to the game. I just, I started off as a paladin, shamefully, sort of, I guess you could say. <laughs> and, um, and, and, sorry. <laughs> yeah, I, I think I, I think my first build was a, a Zealadin, and I think I got to Nightmare, and then I just, I was like, you know what? Paladin's just not that much fun. And at the time, my best friend was playing. Uh, he was playing as a Frost Orb Sorceress. And he's like, oh man, you gotta play Sorceress. You, you just, you have to play it. It's the best class. And so I played it. And I, and also that, and everywhere, everybody was all about Firewall. Firewall, Magic Find, Sorceress is doing Mephisto runs. And, and I hated Firewall. I did not like that spell at all. Instead, I... I remember, I think I went Frost as my first, as my first sorceress, and then I saw the light, Ning, and <laughs> I went with Charged Boltress, and that that was just that was my true calling, and uh, oh my goodness, Charged Boltress was so much fun. Although I do have up until they fixed the bug with the piercing bows when. Anybody who may or may not have played Diablo 2 or may have forgotten, there used to be a bug where if you equipped a bow with piercing on it, you'd be able to, well, your sorceress spells would also gain the piercing ability. So you would dump everything into either Glacial Spike and Fireball and just blow stuff up, and that was a lot of fun. It wasn't uber, you know, it wasn't quite like the Frost Orb Sorceress but it, it was a lot of fun until they fixed it, and then that's when I became a Charged Boltress, and, and then I was like, yep, I'm a Charged Boltress for life now. And thankfully, in Diablo 3, the wizard is able to cast lightning spells, so I am excited. You may not be able to tell, but I, I'm shaking <laughs> right now, because I'm so excited to play as a wizard in Diablo 3. So between the three of us, we have Witch Doctor, Demon Hunter, and Sorcerer, er, sorry, Sorceress Wizard covered, so. <laughs> right, so that's And it could good. be a good three PvP team. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, We're all know. pretty much ranged people, so. Yeah, so. My melee experience, I, I don't know, I just, I never got into melee. But conversely, when it came to, I, I'm sorry, Diablo fans who are purists and hate 
the World of Warcraft fans, but in World of Warcraft, <laughs> I'm very, very heavy into melee. I, I'm all about the rogue, but when it comes to Diablo-style games, I'm all about casting spells. That's funny, I'm completely opposite. Yeah, me too. Yeah, when I'm playing WoW, I have, like, my main is a shaman with the lightning bolt spells and all that, and I picked it because I thought the lightning bolt was really cool, mm. but and when I play Diablo, I'm like, I don't really want to do the spell thing as much as I want, like, weapons. Yeah, no, that, that's what brought me to the, uh, originally playing Diablo with the Barbarian class, which is because I'd love to be running in there and just smacking things around and killing things. When I joined WoW for the first time, my first class was a, uh, warrior. And just after, oh gosh, that painful leveling all the way up to 70, completely in prospect when you couldn't kill anything. Wow. I just decided that that wasn't for me, so then I went into healing, which was completely weird, and then I stopped healing a little while ago and picked up uh, Shadow Priest, and man, I've just loved it since then. And every alt that I've created, I have trouble with the melee classes, but I just have no problems whatsoever with range classes, so, you know, that's why I think, uh, I, I like that, but I think I'm going to go with the Witch Doctor and have some other people do some fighting for me. It's a good way to go. When I started playing WoW, the first thing that I rolled was a hunter because I was used to the bow in Diablo and I was hoping it would be a similar experience. Mm -hmm. Imagine my disappointment, you know, I was playing vanilla. Imagine my disappointment when I ran out of arrows and I'm like, wait, you have to go back to town and buy more? What do you mean? You never run out when you play Diablo. They're just there. How does this work? So I'm <laughs> glad they fixed that. But yeah, that was like a big like disappointment coming from one to the other. Well, it's a good thing you weren't a Javazon until they... Uh... I forget which which patch that they made javelins able to be repaired or well quote unquote repaired more like replenished because I I played I briefly had a javazon and it was a lot of fun but man you never wanted to use your good javelins because <laughs> <laughs> they'd be gone yeah You'd be like oh I I need to pick up some junk javelins so I can just you know do do the farming and then you'd save your good javelins for the bosses. I dabbled in a lot of different weird builds. I That was also something that I'd love to do. I mean, obviously that's who I was in Diablo 2, going with the Charged Voltress. I, I remember I remember when I'd jump into, you know, uh, like a multiplayer game, and people would be like, Charged Bolts? Really? And they'd be like, psh, what are you doing? You know, it's Frost Orb or nothing, you know? It's like, Frost Orb or get out, you know? And and, and th then they would see me, you know, teleport up to an enemy and then drop it, you know, like nothing, because I would just shotgun all the charge bolts into it. And then they're like, oh, so charge bolts aren't crappy. Because what they would fail to realize is even though they kind of spread out, you know, when, when you dump enough points in there, you're casting like 25 to 30 charge bolts at, a, you know, in one cast. And when you multiply the damage and you shotgun an enemy unless it was lightning immune which let's not talk about that because I Ooh, oh that would have been bad yeah bad memories um <laughs> or lightning enchanted that yeah that's that wasn't fun either mm -hmm. but uh <laughs> yeah it, it'd be like whoa wait that that was actually pretty cool so yeah charged bolts were awesome you know just laying down a carpet of charged bolts was just so much fun I did have a point to this because I was going to bring up another um, quirky little bit build that I did. You know, we, we all had our whirlwinding barbarians, right? Right? Yeah. I mean, it, it was it was your you 
know, it was your vanilla class, you know, when you didn't want to think, you just wanted to go, rawr, me smash, you know, you just, or, you know, it's just spin, you know, it was fun. You're like a lawnmower. Yeah. <laughs> it was kind of, it was, it was fun, but not in a respectable kind of way. Not challenging. I, I'm sorry, people, if you were a whirlwind barb, um, yeah, grow up. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Got me a lot of free items. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I forget where I first heard about it, but I heard about this weird, quirky build called the Singing Barb, and I was like, oh man, that sounds actually pretty fun. And I had a friend who had two extra wizard spikes, which was more or less key to, in order to do to pull off this build and be successful with it. So I remember he gave me the wizard spikes, and then I did a singing barb and it was a lot of fun i mean it was it was playing the barbarian in such a way that didn't make any sense because essentially you had to have more mana than health as a singing barb. Oh, no. and that was just you know that was crazy crazy talk <laughs> but it was so much fun you would leap into a pack of enemies and then lock them down with your war with your uh, i forget the exact war cry that you would yell but you would lock them down and then you would just whittle them down and it was it was a lot of fun in normal and to a certain extent in nightmare but then once you got into hell you couldn't kill anything without anybody to help you so that's how far I got with my singing bard but it was a lot of fun you know you would look at your mana and you'd be like wow that's crazy for a barbarian I'm probably gonna do some crazy builds in Diablo 3 but I am I know for sure I'm going to be a lightning sorcerer. <laughs> it's going to take a while to get used to the new stuff. I, I'm sorry, people. I'm I'm just... You're going to have to get used to me call. Yeah. Because I don't like wizard. I, I just... I don't like that that term. I like sorceress because I'm going to play as a female wizard. So it's it's going to be sorceress for me. Not not a wizard. I mean, wizard. All, all I can say when it comes to wizard is... California... And if you don't get that <laughs> reference, then you're not a gamer. Oh, uh, but you're a wizard, Harry. <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm going to probably do this similar type thing where you really get a chance to explore the build. And it seems like that's part of their plan with Diablo 3 is to allow people to just keep experimenting. And there's no perfect set way to put your class together in order to beat the game. Um, and leaving it very open for you. And from what I understand from some of the beta testing right now, they're trying to rebalance it a little bit because they found that a few classes have early spells that are great for doing area effect damage, but they found like the Demon Hunter doesn't have that. And so they're trying to rebalance it so the Demon Hunter has a little bit more um, AoE type of damage in early levels. Yeah, because you really do need AoE in Diablo. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, the cow level... That okay. level. <laughs> Move. Uh -huh. yeah. 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 And that was fun because, I mean, it was just such a... It was like one of those internet legends that everybody joking about. and But people still bought it anyway, that it was in the original Diablo and it isn't. Mm -hmm. Never was. Yep. And then they put it into Diablo 2. And I remember at the end of StarCraft, from what I understand, when they finished it, there was a, a thing that popped up and said, there is no cow level. Yeah. And that's it. There is no cow level. I remember that. Right, and it it says that in WoW, if you go into now we're back in World of Warcraft, but if you go into Nomergon, there's that I forgot the name of the robot. It's one of the like 
uh, quest you have to do is you have to kill the one robot that's walking back and forth, and it says there is no cow level. That's one of the things it says. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so listeners of the show, please know that we are, you know, we are Blizzard lovers, so there is going to be the occasional WoW topic, you know, or StarCraft topic. You know, it's it's going to happen because we love Blizzard, so I hope everybody else loves Blizzard too. And I'm sure the listeners that will be listening to our podcast are also Blizzard lovers, so it's not going to be an issue, but just want to put it out there that, you know, WoW pretty much, you know, came in and was the only game that has ever usurped my addiction to Diablo 2. The only game ever that I've played as... Well, I've been playing WoW since launch, so there there you go, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, um, so I, I do want to admit something right up front, is that I'm trying to not stay on top of the news as much as possible with Diablo 3, because I kind of want to go into launch, you know, unspoiled, you know, and learn and discover things as I discover them and not discover them on a forum. Mm-hmm. So. I, I'm not going to, at, at least for a while, I'm not going to be, you know, your your little font of information for Diablo 3. But I, I did want I did want to touch on something. Are they going to allow us to respec in Diablo 3? I I'm sorry. I, I feel like such a noob right now. But are <laughs> <laughs> our, our respecs going to be in in the cards for Diablo 3? Because that will save a lot of time. Because that that was that was pretty much. That you could try everything yeah. quicker, you know? That was yeah. my main complaint about Diablo 2, was that you basically, once you dumped a point into something, that was it. There was, there was no respecking. It wasn't until WoW came around that Blizzard realized, hey, you know what? People are investing a lot of time into a game, and for them to have to start over completely to do something different, you know, that's kind of not, that's not a whole lot of fun. Yep. That's true. That's why I play the modded version, because it allowed me to respec anytime I wanted to. That was one of the reasons. And if you accidentally clicked on the wrong spell, oh my goodness, you'd be like, you'd wake up in the middle of the night with a cold sweat, you'd be like, <laughs> oh my god, why did I do that? I just totally ruined like, this delete character. delete that character. <laughs> yeah, wasn't much you could do. Start it over. Yeah, or if, if you were a sorceress noob in the very, very beginning, and you dumped like 20 points into warmth because, hey, mad, mana regen was awesome until you realize that you didn't really need more than five points. Yeah, oops. <laughs> well, I do know that they uh, currently, the way it's set up is for you to have respects anytime you want. I'm just not sure if there's a specific cost with it or if they've changed it. Because it will be a cost at some point. I'm sure. Sh- uh, but they do want you to be able to respec because they're only giving you 10 character slots. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Oh. That. Wow. And that's been a, <laughs> yeah, that's been a big. I'm so I'm so glad you're here, Diablo. Diablo. Because otherwise, <laughs> I would go, you know, I would go into the launch and I'd be like, oh, you know what? I think I'm gonna try a, wi- a lightning wizard, and then oh, you know what? The monk looks awesome. I'm going to do a monk and then, well, actually, I guess I probably wouldn't exactly need all ten character slots, but that's besides the point, you know? Knowing mm-hmm. that there's, that there, you're only going to have ten character slots, that's, that's interesting. 
Yeah, I mean, st it's still possible time for the change it, especially since they're pushed out the release date. Well, if they're, they're going to offer you know, anything can change. and if we're not going with the WoW model of, you know, a whole bunch of different servers because it's, you know, it's not a persistent world, you're creating individual little games on a server, just like in Diablo 2, mm -hmm. that makes more sense. Mm -hmm. But I know I will have a PvP wizard for sure. And I'll have my PvE wizard. Sorry, folks. MMO terms. It's going to happen. But, uh... <laughs> PVM. Uh, yeah, PVM, right? <laughs> but, uh... Yeah. Yeah, Monk, Monk is the only other class that I'm really looking forward to in Diablo 3. I'll probably create a barbarian for when I just want to smash stuff, though. Yeah, that's always good for that. And even they in Diablo 1, I had that going a little hey, bit. Hey, barbarians mm -hmm. do have Shockwave, and I love that spell. That's that's an awesome little spell. At, at least I won't be... I, I, I'm, I'm not going to do the whirlwind thing, because, you know, that's just silly. No. <laughs> from my understanding from what I've read, or from what I've seen, they want to get away from Diablo 1 and Diablo 2's, uh, you know, you could pick one spell and just spam that the whole game yeah. and beat it. Yeah, because... They really yeah, want you to try to utilize uh, a variation of spells. Yeah, because they also you know, have... situations. The more powerful spells actually have cooldowns on them, which mm -hmm. is unheard of for, you know, Diablo, so it's, it's totally. definitely going to be a completely different game than Diablo 2. Exactly, and I'm looking forward to that, because, I mean, it's still the same world, but it looks... Graphically looks so much better. I mean, obviously, 10, 11 years after the release of the last game. But yeah. Right. I mean, in the meantime, it's just it's such a rich, beautiful world. Even though it's you know it's supposed to be dark and demonic in some ways, it's still just it looks fantastic. And I just I'm really looking forward to playing. Yeah. It. I'm I'm really glad they kept the dark kind of aspect, you know, to it because like part of what was so cool about Diablo was the creepiness factor of it, you know, things coming out of the shadows Wait, and all that stuff. And Diablo was yeah, dark. What? In Diablo oh, three, yeah. Diablo three's dark. <laughs> last last time mm -hmm. I looked, wasn't the wasn't the logo? Didn't it have like unicorns and rainbows on it? And glitter, yeah, exactly. I think you you're know. thinking of Hello Kitty three. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but I was kind of worried that Diablo 3 would sort of look more like WoW, you know? Mm -hmm. And I like World of Warcraft, but it's not as dark as Diablo, you know, for the most part. Oh, well, it's very tongue... Warcraft has always been very tongue-in-cheek. And mm -hmm. Diablo... Diablo, other than, you know, Wurt's leg and, you know, s some of the... Right. Some of the, <laughs> you know, sillier stuff in, in Diablo, it was very, far more far more serious of a of a game world and in yeah the and they kept yeah, it so in the books oh my goodness the books the books are the are, books are vicious yeah. yeah so now i don't know if it did this for you guys at all but when i first played the original diablo and i had the volume up loud and i was listening to all the different things that were going on and then i walk into this one area in here Fresh meat. Oh, made me jump butcher. out of my seat. Oh yeah, the butcher. That was the best. Oh experience. god, play that at two in the morning in the dark, you know, <laughs> and have that sound come out at you all of a sudden. Oh my god. And for anybody that doesn't know that the original butcher. Yeah. Um, and it wasn't like you're looking at little pixels and stuff, and it doesn't look scary. It actually is kind of funny, the way he right. looks. But yeah, he's just round. But he comes up exactly. to you and just smacks you, and you're like, horror. what just happened? 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then you're dead, and you're going, um, what? <laughs> How? Wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. But, you know, from what I understand, they've spent, like, extra time to do little things like that to, to kind of reintroduce the hard theme to it to make it so that, you know, when you're going through the experience, it's not sunshines and rainbows. It's, it's Diablo. It's its own, you know, shattered world, um, the sanctuary, and you're, you know, you know you're about to face the uh, demon of hell, mm-hmm. you know, and it's just, I'm really looking forward to that. Yeah. Can't help it. I'm excited. Go ahead. Yeah. Start a drinking game from it. I'll say excited. I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so. yeah. Alrighty, well, um, does anybody have anything else that they would like to cover tonight, or shall we wrap this thing up? Uh, we're probably pretty good for a start. Yeah, I'd say looks great, and the only thing, only one more point I want to bring up is, as people who may have been following the news or not know, uh, that Diablo 3 has been pushed off outside of 2011 to 2012. I was crushed. Yeah, me too, but I understand why. Um, I don't know if you, you know, anybody watches the BFF report, which usually comes up on Tank Spot, which might be, but a few weeks ago he showed a, a very glaring problem with Diablo 3. And you remember how we were talking about they want to make it a little easier to keep fighting throughout the game and using different spells? Mm-hmm. Well, the only way to use the different spells was to open up a UI and click on it and move it into a different box so that you can use that. You don't want to do that in the middle of the game. Oh, if you can't see what you're fighting. Exactly. So you'd be running work. around yeah. with half your UI open and half your screen missing. And it, it just happened to be two days later, Mike Morheim makes that announcement that after talking with people, they're not going to be able to release it in their originally expected time by the end of the year. So they're going to push it off to 2000 to 2012. Well, it's probably good they fix it yeah. then, you know. But and, still. I mean, really... Was anybody surprised? <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean, this is Blizzard that we're talking about. Their, you know, their their mo is, it's it's done when it's done. Exactly. And I, they're one of the few developers out there that can get away with it, because they they deliver when when they when they delay something, they delay it for a good reason. And I don't think uh, anybody's going to argue with the fact that them doing that in the way... Like, I don't think they've lost numbers of people still wanting to buy Diablo 3 and play it just because they did that. Yeah. I think people are, on, oh, the, right. on yeah. the other hand, looking at it going, great, they can make it better. Yeah. You know, it can play better. It, uh, you know, it'll be a much more finished product when it's out. So my only question is, when do you think in 2012 they might actually release this? Because they say early... 2012 is their target, but what do you guys think? I'm going to go out on a limb here, and I am going to say end of January. Ooh. Yeah, that sounds about right, I think, because by the end of January, people have money again from Christmas, yeah. you know? And, mm-hmm. Yeah, that... Like, they're not as broke. They've had a month to earn a paycheck yeah. and, you know, <laughs> have some extra cash so they could go buy the game. I mean, that would that would fit, yeah, right? That, that, was what, that was one of the few things that I was worrying about with uh, Diablo 3 was if it came out, you know, in November, it's like, oh, my goodness, because I'm definitely going to be getting the collector's edition. I was, I was wondering how I was going to be able to afford that and Christmas. So, so thank you, Blizzard, even though I'm... I still want to play it. <laughs> the one thing with the delay is I really want to get into the beta now. Even even though I 
Even though I said I don't want to spoil the experience for me, I really want to get into the beta. Yeah, I keep looking in my email hoping that there's like a beta thing that isn't spam, you know, waiting for me. And, and alas, no, there's not. None. I just skip my email completely and just log into my Battle.net account, you know, about once every ten minutes just to see. Is it there yet? Is it yeah. there yet? And it's kind of like waiting for Christmas, isn't it? You know, it's like, come on, come on. Oh, I keep <laughs> waiting too. I have my account and my son's account both waiting for it. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I figure, well, hopefully one of us will get it, but... Um, I'm thinking, honestly, around March, I think they're going to try to drag it out towards the end of the first quarter, but they want to get it out in the first quarter. I do know that they uh, also have slated a couple of books that they're going to release. Uh, one is The Journal of Cain, which I'm really looking forward to seeing. That's and then be... the second one, which I don't quite know, remember the name off the top of my head. It's just been recently released. It's written by someone who's written some... Starcraft 2 novels, but he also has a background in horror, so it's going to be a real interesting story about kind of like the horror side of Diablo. Like it needs more horror, right? I know. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a fitting writer for yeah. it. What I like is now they're taking Diablo's story and they're pushing it out along with the game because uh, Jen and I had talked before in the pre-show. Basically, Diablo was created and then the universe of Diablo and the stories were created afterwards. Yeah, well, there was nothing there to begin with. <laughs> no, exactly. I mean, Diablo 1 was just, you know, here's a dungeon, here's another dungeon, here's the Witcher, there you go. I mean, you can't really make a book off of that. So this will be interesting. It'll be it'll be great to see what they have, and it looks like 2012 is going to turn out to be the year of Diablo. Awesome. Yeah, I can't wait. So, I, I guess in closing out this show, I will reiterate what are well I, I guess we'll we'll go around around the virtual table and and basically, you know, give our what what we hope this podcast will become and, and what, what we're gonna try to bring to the community and hopefully have the community bring stuff back to us. Um, so Bracia, what, what what are you what are you hoping to do with this podcast? I'm hoping to explore the world of Diablo three, share it with some friends, share it with a community who'd like to be, you know, part of this growth experience through it. Some of the things that personally I like to play in games, like the auction house, I'm really interested in figuring out the economy and how that works. Um, it's been a very good and successful thing for me doing in WoW, but uh, I want to see how it actually comes about in Diablo because it's a different market, a different way of doing money and drops and everything else, and even the crafting different. Uh, so I'm really interested in that stuff. I'm also interested in just exploring this world I mean it really seems so rich so much more story intense now and uh, I'm, I'm just I'm excited to see it I can't wait for it to happen and Jen what about you what, what are you hoping where this podcast will go well anytime I do a podcast the main reason I'm doing it is because it's fun so I'm hoping that our discussions here about the game and about the previous Diablo games will kind of spark that interest in other people and have more people like make a larger Diablo community, like more people sending in information about what you know they've done, what they like, what they don't like, you know that kind of thing. I'm hoping for that. I'm hoping it just makes everything a lot more fun. But I'm also interested in, as we get you know finally get into Diablo three, kind of almost like teaching people the basics of this is what you do. If you were someone who's never played this game, you're coming to this new, you you know you either weren't a gamer or weren't into Diablo when it came out. 
kind of like, you know, get you started in the basics so you can jump in. Because I think a lot of times when, like, you know, the third version of a game comes out, there's always a group of people that has never played the first two and goes, oh, I don't know if I know enough to play this, or I don't know if I'll be, you know, how am I going to compete against people that know everything about the game with the old ones? I'm hoping our podcast can kind of draw in some new people to the game as well. Yeah, that sounds awesome. Because what I'm what I'm hoping to do is to just smash faces in PvP. Because <laughs> <laughs> so, I'll slow them down for you. <laughs> so it, it it's looking like like we're gonna have most of the bases covered here, and that, that's just, that's an awesome happy coincidence. So it's a good I, mix. I'm, yeah, I'm really I'm really looking forward to doing this podcast with with you two, and I I really can't wait for to start hearing about everybody else's stories, you know, because there's a lot of there's a lot of fun stories that you can tell and I have a lot of fun stories that I can tell about Diablo 2 that I didn't really want to drag this episode out with. So, I, I mean, we'll we'll get into that cuz there's always going to be time for tangents because I'm sorry people, I like tangents, you know. <laughs> it's I I like if if anybody has listened to my other podcast, The Overlords, they know I I love to tangent sometimes. And, you know, oh, I yes. I also like to bring things back on topic, but you know, that's what I'm hoping to bring to this to this podcast. And I love the community. I one of my favorite podcasts is Control It Wow, and they're all about the community. So that that's what I'm hoping for. So everyone, please, you know, please take the time to send in a letter. Because if you take the time to send in a letter to the show, we're going to take the time to read it and comment on it. And, you know, just, I want to get to know you, the listener. So, that's what I'm hoping for. So, to close out the show, if you've forgotten how you can contact the show, you can contact the show um, via email at show at shatteredsoulstone.com and you can contact any of the hosts as well if, if you know, if you feel more comfortable just talking to Jen or Brasia, you know, maybe you don't like me because I used to be a griefer back in Diablo 1 days. But... <laughs> and they're holding it against you. <laughs> yeah, they're like, man, and he hates barbarians. What's wrong with that guy? Right. <laughs> you know, smash him. <laughs> yeah, you can contact any of the show hosts, and it's pretty simple. It's, you know, nevik at shatteredsoulstone.com or Brasia at ShatteredSoulStone.com, or Jen at ShatteredSoulStone.com, and man, that was almost a tongue twister. I was wondering if you're going to get through that, yeah. Yeah. Hopefully done. You did well, you did well. Yeah, I'm patting myself on the back right now. <laughs> and you, of course, Twitter is one of my favorite things ever in this world, other than my kids and my wife, and playing Diablo, and all right, I'm I'm digressing too much, but uh, um, uh-huh. we we do have we do have a Twitter set up, and that is Shattered Stone. So that's just at Shattered Stone. You know, your Twitter IDs can't be too long, and if they are too long, then you run out of room when you're trying to tweet in 140 characters or less. But right, yeah, yeah, but yeah. Mm-hmm. So for Brasia and Jen, this is Nevik and. Um, I don't have a good sign-off right now. I'm going to have to work on that. But until next time, enjoy. Look for that cow level. (laughs) And let us know if you find it. I would love to hear about that. (laughs) 
This has been a Dawn Forge production, copyright 2011. Find great podcasts and more at thedawnforge.com. <laughs>